these women or whoever, it's objectifying these humans and looking at them as though they are objects. It is the total opposite of love. As humans, we're meant to love humans um, and we're meant to use objects, not use mm. humans and love objects. Can't relate to cancel culture, hookup culture, or victim culture? Well, neither could we. We created this platform for those other girls. Girls like us who want to give a different perspective from a Christian and conservative worldview. We talk about life, relationships, work, pop culture, and true crime from a Christian conservative perspective. Let's be those other girls that don't just talk about culture, but change culture and bring back traditional values. views expressed on this podcast are our own and do not reflect our employers. Enjoy. Hey everyone, you're listening to Those Are the Girls with Melanie and Friends. I'm Melanie. And I'm her friend now. And we are changing culture and bringing back traditional values. Okay, everyone, welcome to the show. Super excited for all those who are tuning in for the first time. If you've been here for a long time, welcome, welcome, welcome. All right, first, I want to get some announcements out of the way. A couple of announcements. And if I'm looking down on my phone, it's because I haven't memorized them. Okay, first announcement is we are doing our feminine products collection again. And super exciting. Someone heard about what we did with the women's shelter, and they want help at a title one school in charlotte so what we're going to do is we're going to try to like fill i'm gonna get like a bid or something something to put tons of pads and tampons in and we're doing organic um so when you donate maybe remember that you might need to throw in an extra two dollars more because you know organic because it's healthier it's you know more expensive neither here nor there um so i want to get like a big bid or something like that and like bring it over and stock them for the whole year I did an episode on this and I've talked about it before, but if you've never heard me tell the story, I'm going to say it one more time. Um, I worked at a summer camp in the inner city and one of the days, um, one of the girls, she, or actually not one of the days, it was like two or three days, she didn't come into summer camp. We were like, what happened? Where were you? And she said that she had started her period, but her grandmother did not want her to come because she didn't have pads and tampons. So that's just an example, like a real world example of like what happens in um, places where there's period poverty and period insecurity. Some people, um, you know, they won't send their children to school because they don't have the proper sanitary napkins, proper tampons and things like that. So we want the school at the very least to be a place where they can go. So if they might need to just take one home and then come back and get another one when they're at school, maybe grab a couple more. Like we want them to be able to grab multiple because they might need it for the weekend or something like that. So we're raising money for that. There's going to be a link um, in the description, in the bio, a link in uh, on the website. There'll be links everywhere for you to find. Yep, down below. <laughs> They'll be <laughs> everywhere for you to find so you can be able to help us donate. And like $5 here, $2 there, that really does make a difference. Um, and our goal is $200. And we're also partnering with Garnu. Um, she's going to give us a really good, um, she's going to help us. So let's let's do this. That's one of the announcements. I want to remind you guys about our other two shows. Oops, spoilers. Um, I did the movie Look Both Ways, and then I got to think of a movie for Wednesday. So if you have ideas, let me know. And then don't forget Diapers and Degrees. It's going really well. Gotten a lot of the feedback. It is a great podcast. Victoria, Mel knows Victoria too. Great girl. And she's talking about... Um, like how you can be successful and be a mom. And she also has great resources. Um, join a Patreon. We're going to have some cool things coming up in September. You're not going to want to miss it. And you can join for as little as $5. Yes, you heard that right. $5. And, oh, if you live in the Charlotte area, the uh, U-City Pregnancy Resource Center, their banquet is September 29th. And if you would like a ticket, please reach out. A free ticket at that. Reach out. Okay. 
that's all the announcements. Anything, Melanie, you want to say? Anything you want to announce? Anything cool coming up in your life? Not to put you on the spot. Uh, <laughs> nothing other than getting married in two months' time. So that's scary. Um, I have my bachelorette party later this month. Mallory and I will be reunited in Austin, Texas with my other bridesmaids. Yes. So looking forward to a fun weekend with my girlies. <laughs> I'm so excited. Like, it, it's going to be super fun. A lot of cool things okay. planned that you don't know anything about. I don't. It's all a secret to me. So Mallory's in Good. on all the planning, all the fun. So maybe we can make an episode uh, going. I was literally, I was just thinking, I wonder if we could, like, do a quick episode. I'll bring the mic. I'm going to talk just a quick episode yes, that we Yes, yes, Mallory. Absolutely, where we're actually in the same room. Yes. We'll yeah. Make it happen. <laughs> Wait, but also how awkward is that going to be with all your other friends who are just, like, watching us? They'll, they'll be okay. They'll find something to do. Or yeah. they'll be entertained by the conversation. <laughs> oh, ooh, we could do, like, almost like a live one. Like a live, with our live studio audience, oh, finally. real clapping and cheering <laughs> and booing. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> no, no booing necessary. But okay, so um, not much really to catch up on because we have some two big stories that we need to do. And you know, guys know that like we are a very what is it? Uh, babrose. We talk a lot. You know what, what I'm trying to say? I have no idea. No. Okay. Well, we talk a lot, so we don't want to waste too much time dilly dallying. Before we get into the main stories, though. Um, I heard this on another podcast, and I thought it'd be fun. If you could tell me, it's the end of the summer, what was your Spotify's summer of the song for you? Yes. So song of the summer. My song of the summer, <laughs> summer, of the summer. was More <laughs> Than a Woman by the Bee Gees. Um, I'm just really like a gin zillennial that likes to roller skate and so that was one of the tunes i would put in my ears while i would be roller skating at a park near where i live so um yeah it gets me going on my skates it's a good song to dance okay. to especially the tiktok remix where you go from more than a woman to um good gracious her body is bodacious um so <laughs> oh do you have a real or be I mean, the tiktok of that on your feed? no i haven't made much okay. like skating dancing content because i'm not really good right now i'm getting better i'm not bambi anymore i'm not bambi on skates but i'm also not a pro figure skater so <laughs> Yeah. Okay. I want to hear that uh, edit. That it's from TikTok. Good. It was. It was trendy well, for a while. Can I? Can I? I guess I can just type in "woman bodacious." You can find it on YouTube. I can look it up if you want me to play it. Do you want me to play? The we don't have to play it right <laughs> now, but <laughs> I can look it up. I was just curious. Um, so my song of the summer um, is was Happier Than Ever by Billie Eilish. Um, you know, a little embarrassed because that's kind of cringe. But then you know what? That's just the season I'm in right now. That's just Why is that embarrassing? It's just a sad oh, girl really? song. And it's like, yeah, and it's like, I should be... Not sad. I need to listen to happy <laughs> music. Yeah. What's the song about? <laughs> I've never heard it. Okay, it's like... Um, it's like a break. It's about a oh, breakup. Okay. Yeah, yeah, that is kind of pathetic. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. So the the song, the remix that you can look up on YouTube is "More Than a Woman" and "Hot in Here." Okay, so it's okay, more than, more a, than woman a woman and hot in combined here. with the song "It's Getting Hot in Here." More than a woman, it's getting hot in here. That is, is a wonderful okay. remix. So. Okay. Thank you for sharing about your I song, was... Mallory. <laughs> I don't I'm not, I don't really listen. For... I don't listen to Olivia Rodrigo. Like I only hear Well that's it's Billy Eilish, but 
<laughs> I don't listen to her either. <laughs> I mean, it's kind of the same thing, if we're being honest. Okay. My my mom, like, walked in on me, like, watching, like, a music. I was, like, doing work, and, like, music video was on, and she was like, this stuff is just so sad. Like, I don't, why are you watching this? And I'm like, well, no, it, like, it, it kind of makes me feel better. Is that? Does it? <laughs> I remember years ago, like, my, my freshman year of high school, back when I was, like, this depressed angsty teen i would listen to like that sad like indie music and then eventually it hit me i was like this isn't actually making me feel any better and so i stopped listening to it so i guess that's a question to ask yourself is this actually making me feel better do i i did go through i want to say like two or three weeks where i didn't listen to it okay um, and I've kind of like calmed down a lot, but I guess I've listened to it so much that, um, it's still my number Okay. One. <laughs> so I, I like, I've calmed down a lot with it. Okay. Um, and there was like two or three weeks where I didn't listen to, uh, I have a playlist, a sad girl playlist. Oh. I didn't listen to a single song from okay. that. So. That's awesome. And you made it yeah. three weeks without the sad girl Yeah, I think it was three okay. weeks. Okay, that's good. Yeah. Wow. Nice. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Um, okay, so let's get into the show. Um, we don't have our mugs, but clink. Oh, you have yours. Okay. As you can see, like, my background is different. I'm staying with my friend this weekend. But, you know, the grind never stops. And your friend doesn't um, so have mugs. Um, to be honest, I never <laughs> I, I didn't think about it until literally this moment. Um, but yeah, so it's not called the teacup for nothing. Yeah, that's very Saturdays true. we teacap or whatever the, the <laughs> shirt says. The mug says, yeah, on Saturdays, Saturdays are for weekly yeah, teacaps. I guess you forgot though. I guess I forgot. Wow, now that she's uh, leading it, she's yeah. attached to the Those are the girls with Melanie and Friends show. <laughs> she is on top. Well, you know what? Next time I'll be more together. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so our first story um, is one that everybody is interested in. So I'm really glad to talk about it. I'm going to play a clip. And then Melly and I are going to discuss it, like what we think about this, and uh, we'll go from there. So everybody, ready? Here we go. Opinions on your boyfriend going to a strip club. And let's change that to boyfriend, partner, spouse, partner, yeah. husband, anything. I say let him go. Why not? And trust him. Like, bachelor parties, we're, we're going to strip clubs. Um, I think there is no issue. And... Be a good boy, whatever that definition is that fits you. Yeah, I don't have an issue with that at all. I, I personally love strip clubs. Um, I truly think if you have a problem, it might be because you don't trust your partner. Also, I view strip club as like a, a place of entertainment where they're, the people who are stripping are doing their job. Like, they're not just going to be on your boyfriend making out with him. I mean, I don't know if it, that's a problem then. But you know what I mean? Like, when I think of strip clubs, I'm like, yeah, get the lap dance. Like, that's part of the entertainment of the show. Hearing things like this is exactly why. I okay. Should... Okay. So, you want me to go first, or do you want to? Go yeah, first? go for it. Okay. So, when I first saw this clip, I was like, "What?" Um, and my initial thought was, "These are just cool girls. You guys know all the cool girls. The cool girls are like." Yeah, I don't care what my boyfriend does. <laughs> my boyfriend, yeah, he sometimes makes out with that girl, but I'm just cool with it. <laughs> Instead of coming to my birthday party, my boyfriend went and did a night with the guys. I'm cool with it. I actually want five kids within the next year, but my boyfriend doesn't, so I just tell him I'm cool with it. <laughs> like That's who those girls like remind me of, um, because like, it's just not natural. I'm sorry. It's not natural to be okay with your boyfriend just going off. And because, you know, 
I guess explicit warning, like he is being sexually stimulated. That's what that is. Whether you want to admit it or not, it's sexual simulation. And he's being sexually stimulated by someone that's not you. That's not his woman. That's not okay. I also um, I posted this on TikTok and someone made a comment saying something like, this reminds them of a show written by men. And it's funny that she said that because I had a male friend send me the clip before I edited it, did add my uh, edit to it. It was like, jokingly, he was like, I need a girl this dumb. I'm like that. And I'm like, hmm, this is, and this just goes to show like what the prop to me, what I'm seeing the problem is that like men have lowered our, they lowered their standard in the sense of, or they lowered their character. I'll say that the character morality has declined. So women have lowered theirs as well, instead of keeping theirs here and making men stay up here. Because that's what this is. It is a, it's a lowering of your standards. No woman, naturally, you want your spouse to only be around, your spouse, boyfriend, whatever. You want them to be aroused by you because you are with them. You don't want to bring someone else in. That's just, un, like, I, I'm sorry, that's unnatural. That's not how we were made. And going against that is, you have to purposely go against it. And I feel bad for them because, I mean, I, I, you cannot convince me that they mean that. <laughs> you cannot convince me. Mel, what are your thoughts? I think that they do mean it. And they really are you think that so? dumb. Like, they think <laughs> that that is progress. And that is the lie since the sexual revolution that women have been fed. Mm-hmm. That has been secretly, you know... Uh, led by men you know they're pulling the strings of the puppets to make us want contraception to want um abortion and to want to allow our partners to go out and party at strip clubs and with um hookers prostitutes or whatever and that is somehow normal and should be celebrated that is the opposite of progress it is totally against our dignity as women and what we deserve and you hit the the nail right on the head Mallory when you said that like women should be keeping our standards high and should be calling men higher to call them up not to lower our standards to them and say okay if you want to go to the strip club well I guess that's fine and I love you bye no, this is not the way how it should be. And I, and they and they said like I guess they wouldn't define your partner going to that kind of entertainment show as cheating, but that is cheating with your mm-hmm. mind, with your emotions, with their eyes. And um I think that like that um a strip club or whatever the sexual dancing is a type of pornography. And I know probably Mm -hmm. these same girls would say, Oh, I don't care if my partner watches pornography. I watch pornography. We watch pornography together, whatever. And pornography is a whole other topic of its own. But I share this to say, whether you're at the strip club or you're eyeing the hot waitress or whatever at wherever you are out and about or you're watching pornography it's all forms of cheating because you're not being Mm -hmm. uh, emotionally mentally like spiritually committed to your person so yeah Mm -hmm. I think that these girls um, mean what they say because they've been fed lies because um, they've eaten the lies (laughs) that we've been fed like I said since like the 1960s that oh you need birth control if you want to succeed you you don't want to become pregnant your um you know your fertility is holding you back pregnancy is an illness it's a disease you don't want to be pregnant you can't achieve your dreams and oh by the way since now we're controlling your bodies we also want to make it clear to you that i don't have to be faithful to just you for you to be faithful to just me i don't know Well, 
Okay, so I think this will be good for you guys to answer, and we'll make it the Spotify question, and you guys can leave a comment. Do you think they know exactly what they're doing, or do you think they're just trying to be cool, and they, they truly don't, but they're just, they want the men to like them, so they're just mm-hmm. saying these things? Like, you tell us. You guys tell us what you think. I do want to, um, like, piggyback off what you said. I think you nailed it on the cough, on the head. Nailed it on the... <laughs> on the cough. <laughs> You hit it on the head. What's hit the, I don't know why the I say a nail on the head. Oh, on the head. Right? Yeah. <laughs> yes, hit the nail on the head. <laughs> so confused. You were, cor- I agree with what you right. said <laughs> when you were talking about um, uh, the men, like, pulling the strings. I do think when we talk about toxic masculinity, I do think when we talk about the patriarchy, this, this is, is what we're example. referring to people, not the good guys at yeah. your church, not the guy that's pursuing you, not the man who's been dating you faithfully and wants to put a ring on your finger. That is not what we're talking about. No, that is not. No, that is not toxic masculinity. Like, that is not the patriarchy. That's not what we're talking about. No, this right here is patriarch. Cause I just can't, the only person who benefits is the man mm-hmm. <laughs> from this whole scenario. The woman at the strip club is being objectified. Yes. Another person made a very good comment that I also want to point out. There's women who are at strip clubs that don't want to be there and that are there because of coercion, which is human trafficking. So, you know, just another thing to remember the next time you, you and the girlies and, and your men go out to the strip club, there are going to be people there that do not want to be there that are being coerced. Um, so that's just something to think about if you're going to go out. Um, but the woman there is being objectified. Yeah. The girlfriend is being either brainwashed or sitting brainwashed to think it's okay. There's no problem. Or she's sitting at home crying because she really doesn't want that. But she wants to, she wants you to like her. So she's like, yeah, go for it. Sure. No problem. So the only person who comes out on top of this are these men. Um, are these men that are, you're, they're taking advantage of the girlfriend and the girl at the club, at the strip club. So I think this is such a, and it's just such a perfect example of like today's culture. And I said this in the, uh, stitch that I made for TikTok and the reels. This is exactly why I wanted to have a podcast because I want us to be, I want us to change culture. Like this is the perfect sign of the times. Like to, for a girl to be like, cause I mean, our grand, our parents would never, our grandparents, oh, couldn't like, you know, I'm sure there's one or two grandparents here and there, but like <laughs> our grandparents growing up and when they grew up, they would never, no woman would say she'd be okay with her husband going to a strip club. Um, as a matter of fact, that was things that people like, you know, your wife finding out that that could ruin your life. Um, now it's just like, yeah, my boyfriend went, <laughs> no problem, no problem. Um, but yeah, and like you said to Mel about the sexual revolution, I think that's the other thing you said that I, I agree with. This is what was brought on, to, like, this is what came out of it. This is the fruit of the sexual revolution. So, I mean, what does that tell us there? If the fruit is so rotten, I mean, what do we... What do we know? Yeah. We've been told um, to suppress our fertility, to make our bodies, um, to behave like men if we want to succeed in Mm -hmm. life. And then to top it off, um, we, you know, there's these horrible guys (laughs) that are, are, that are putting these lies into women's heads that, um, that they don't have to be faithful to you to love you. And I just want to throw in some theology of the body teaching in here that, um, that true love is um, defined as a, like it's love is faithful. It is uh, fruitful. It is total and it is faithful, fruitful, total faithful, fruitful. There's one more F I'm forgetting, but so faithful. You don't have to worry about your partner going to a strip club or watching pornography or, or physically cheating on you with another woman. Faithful. That love is total. That is, it is a complete gift of you and that other person you are hold you don't have to hold anything back in true love in the covenant of marriage 
it is uh, total faithful, fruitful. So full, fruitful. Yes. So in in a covenant of marriage, ideally, love will will bring forth children. That there, that the I was talking with a priest earlier this week, and he said something to me that I had never heard before. Like, um, like the the love from a married couple, um, you know. Uh, uh, a holy, a holy couple that is married um, through the Lord, and that all their signs of affection to each other, whether it's a kiss or a hand holding, or when they are embracing each other through the marital act, that all those signs of affection radiate grace throughout the world. And I had never heard that said before. Um, and then the last thing I remember is love is free. So you don't have to be forced to do something you don't want to do. Uh, You don't have to feel like you're forced to be in that relationship. That is not true love. If you, if there's some type of, well, if you really love me, you'll do X, Y, and Z. And if you really love me, you'll let me go to the strip club. You'll let me watch pornography. You'll let me go hang out with so-and-so late at night, blah, blah, blah. So again, Real love is free, total, faithful, and fruitful. And the last thought I want to share on theology of the body is that true love is willing the good of the other, is wanting the mm-hmm. best for the other person, even if that may you know hurt you or whatever that is, even if it's hard, you want the, the best for that other person. And the opposite of love is use it's using people as Mm. objects and so in relation to the strip club and watching these women or whoever it's objectifying these humans and looking at them as though they are objects it is the total opposite of love as humans we're meant to love humans um and we're meant to use objects not use mm. humans and love objects. So I just really wanted to put that out okay. there. <laughs> All right. I mean, that's a good way to wrap this segment up. Uh, welcome to church, everyone. Um, for those that don't, for those that don't know, this is a podcast where we talk about things from the Christian perspective. Yes. Um, okay. No, seriously, Melanie really hit it on the head. This, if we had this perspective of love, we could, we wouldn't be in this such dire turmoil of a society of culture when it comes to relationships, because the reality is we all want to be feel loved. No matter if you're sleeping around with a bunch of people, you still want to feel loved. That's just a fact of the matter. So we just have to get back to realizing what actual love is um so yeah so the next segment is brought to you by american woman beauty these are beauty products for the free thinking woman come in join the beauty revolution american woman beauty was founded on the idea that all women deserve high quality beauty and hygiene products that are made in the usa Many of the products are handmade, so you can expect the highest quality products without the compromise. All the products are made cruelty-free, are made cruelty-free. So everyone, let's support businesses that support our values. You can also listen to episode 180, where I interview Vivi, the founder. Um, you can head over to www.americanwomanbeauty.net. And use the code MAL15 to get 15% off of your purchase. Okay. So the next story um, is from page six. And really, like, it's a story. I'm just going to read kind of a brief description of the story. But we're going to be talking about something a little bit, like, pulled out of the story. Because this is kind of old news. But I think the conversation that we can have around it is uh, beneficial. So Cassidy Pope and Marin Morris call out Jason Aldean's wife for alleged transphobia. Country singer Cassidy Pope and 
Marin Morris are speaking out against comments made by fellow country singer Jason Aldean's wife, Brittany, that some have deemed transphobic. Quote, I'd really like to thank my parents for not changing my gender when I went through a tomboy phase. I love this girly life. End quote. Brittany captioned an Instagram clip of herself putting on makeup to Beyonce's Upgrade You on Wednesday. Quote, LMAO, I'm glad they didn't too, because you and I wouldn't have worked out. End quote. Her hubby responded within her comment section. It's cute. On Friday, Pope took to Twitter with a message for fans reading, quote, you think celebs with beauty brands would see the positives in including LGBTQ plus people in their messaging. But instead, here we are, hearing someone compare their tomboy phase to someone wanting to transition real nice, end quote. Morris then replied in agreement while taking a dig on her own tweeting, quote, it's so easy to, like, not be a scumbag human. Sell your clip-ins and zip it, insurrection Barbie, end quote. So, long story short, um, Brittany Aldean, she's a country singer's wife. You know, I don't listen to country, but she made the comment. I'm glad um, when I was a tomboy, my parents didn't let me transition, which I feel like we've all heard that. Some people have said that. Like, I don't think that's that big of a deal of a comment. And then some two other country singers were like, oh, no, why would you say that? Blah, blah, blah. So, not only that, so Jason Aldean, I'll leave the article, I'm not going to read the whole article, but his, um, because of his wife's comment, I want to add that, um, the public relations firm of 17 years parted ways because of that comment. His public relations firm of 17 Whoa. years. So the question that I want to ask, and everyone listening, you can weigh in too, is where is the line? Should celebrities be able to say what they want to say without repercussions? And when they do say stuff, how do we, how should people be responding? Because um, I think this is like, like the little jokes about the girl, the other country singers, you know, taking a dig. Okay. But I mean, his public relations firm dropping him from 17 years, I that and it wasn't even him who made the comment it was his wife so what do you think do you what do you think about celebrities sharing their opinion mm. well i feel like many celebrities share their opinions anyways like in favor <laughs> right. in favor of the lgbtqia2sp plus a like movement and um and or for in favor of abortion like they share these thoughts and there's no negative repercussions. repercussions so um i think celebrities should be allowed to share their opinions i don't think they should be controlled by the media or whoever they're working for to have to you know like formulate their thoughts or what they can and cannot say, I would say that's a form of control. And so I'm glad that this person was able to share her thoughts. And I just think that's the way freedom of speech should be, that you can say your thought and I can say my thought and we have the freedom to disagree and to have discourse about it. Yeah, I agree. Um, I think like, I think it's tricky. I mean, even as like someone who's employed by a company that's like major, I'm not saying me, like, I mean, I guess my company is major, but not me specifically, but like we, I mean, you're kind of, um, not pigeonholed. You're limited to what you can say. I mean, some of the things that I've even said on this podcast 10 years from now, if I'm applying for corporate, you know, they might not even mm, like, yeah. and it's like, where is the line? Like, you know, if I'm saying something about murdering children, okay, don't hire me, arrest me, please. <laughs> but like, if I'm saying <laughs> abortion is murder, um, if I'm saying that I am against um, children transitioning, getting their perfectly healthy breasts chopped off, 
if I say things like that, like, where, like, why is that, like, where's the line for me to say that without having, like, repercussions? Because, I mean, freedom of speech exists, but it doesn't exist without consequences. But it's like, have we picked and chosen consequences that don't reflect the crime? Do you know what I mean? Do you get what I'm trying to say? Because I feel like his public relations team dropping him over his wife's comment and his wife, all she said was she's glad that um, her parents let her be a tomboy. I mean, that's not even, I feel like that's not even controversial. <laughs> that's not even that big of a deal. Yeah. Um. So like, I think everyone should have the ability to say what they want. And, but I will say this, like, I really hate when Roe v. Wade happened, uh, when Roe v. Wade was overturned and all of these celebrities that never said anything. So, like, I had in the back of my head, like, they're probably Roe suddenly, but now they're them. actually saying, yeah, yeah, now they're saying something. And I'm like, please stop, stop. And I guess that's how people feel when <laughs> their favorite celebrity says something that they don't agree with. But it's also kind of like, depending on what they said, I'm not going to, like, stop listening to them I guess because like for example comparing what Brittany said and what the Mayor Morris person said Brittany just made a statement Mayor Morris Morris person she started just like saying like attacking Brittany and she kind of it felt very personal and I feel like that's that's a difference so like if you like I feel the person who attacks personally should probably be canceled as opposed to the person who just made a statement, you know? Yeah. Because she's just saying her opinion. I'm glad my parents let me, you know, be a Tom girl without forcing me to become a boy, you know? And that's just, and she's talking about her. She's not saying I'm glad everybody, you know, and yeah. everybody should do this and everybody should do that but <laughs> <laughs> that's not really <laughs> but yeah I guess yeah I just think it's just such an interesting conversation to have because where is the line like and I, and I think about this um you know those are the girls media if all of a sudden you started saying that you um were pro-abortion I'd have to you know, drop all ties, media, like, with the media, I would still be your friend because I would also be praying for you, check you into the facility yeah. because you would have clearly have lost your yes, mind. absolutely. Um, but I would have to drop you, like, you, I wouldn't want you to do those other girls things anymore. Mm -hmm. So then it's, so then I'm like, okay, I guess, is that wrong too? But then... That's kind of the, I, I guess it also too, we all think that we're right. I mean, I know that we are for sure. Like I have no doubt in my mind, but like we all, like they think they're right too. The PR company thinks they're right as well. Mm -hmm. So it's, it's, it's a tough. I mean, I don't understand what's tough about it is, is the thing that maybe you're thinking is tough that like either no celebrity says their opinion or everybody says their opinion and gets away with it with no repercussions. I don't understand. I guess I'm just like, should if I'm a celebrity, can I freely say whatever I want? No, because I can lose things. Okay. I just, I feel like you should be able to say, what yes, you want absolutely. And, the, and the agencies or the businesses whatever that you associate with should either represent those values or the belief systems that you hold or not care to be like you know we're just we're just a makeup company and we don't really need to take a stance on <laughs> on lgbt <laughs> or the border or gun rights we're just in it for the makeup so if you want to sure we can sponsor you you know because i'm like thinking of that one um youtuber makeup artist amanda insing that she had a lot of sponsorships with um different makeup companies and brands and then finally she um came out 
almost don't like saying that, but I guess it's what happened and as, how else you as a conservative. It, yeah. <laughs> and then people started dropping her. But like the thing is, like, so that didn't change her ability to uh, be an artist with makeup. And same thing, like with that country singer, he didn't stop being a country singer. You just stopped wanting to associate with him. So like, well. Amanda lost brand deal, so she lost money. I mean, it's not like it was without consequence. She lost money. Yeah, but I guess my point is that I'm getting at is like if you're like like in the business of of makeup or the the country music, like why does it have to be matter? Like, why does it matter? Like, can't you just be like, oh, yay, we're going to keep working with Amanda because we like her work and we're going to keep working with the country singer because we like his voice and his music. Like, why does his wife's comment affect you? Like, and why does her political background affect you? Like, they're still the same human they were before they started sharing these thoughts, you know? Right. Because... I bet you they had those thoughts before they shared them. Yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, that's so true. And I, or like, you're making a very good point. So it really shouldn't matter what someone's opinions are. And then as a consumer, I'll, we can just pick and choose. Okay, this person's values align with mine. I'll support them. This person's values is not a lot align with mine. And I never really liked their music anyway, so I'll just move on type of thing. Um... So, yeah. Anything else you want to add to this? Well, to your analogy of, like, if I suddenly came out as a pro-abortion advocate, um, like, that would not represent the values of those other girls because we have associated together, you know, and those, those are the values. And if something went against that, then that would make sense to cut ties. But, like, if this is just, like... I don't know. A PR company. Fair. Very good point. Very yeah. Good point. I don't know. I guess like PR, public relations, they're representing him. He's representing them. But like, how is he representing you as the PR company? Like you're representing him. What? <laughs> <laughs> That's a good point. I just hate that we're in this time, and the, I mean, I guess we can wrap up this topic, but I just hate that we're in this time where everybody's so, like, nervous to say anything. Um, I'm not going to discuss it right now, but um, there's an opportunity that I may or may not take, but it is something, um, I'll tell you off camera, Mel. Um, <laughs> it's something that, like, you know, in a perfect world, I can just do it, share my opinion on something, and then move on with my life, but, you know in this non-perfect world, it can pigeonhole me into a position um, that I might not want to, I guess I might not want to take at the time or like it can ruin future opportunities for me. But at the end of the day, it's just an opinion. So it's like, I hate that we live in this culture and this society now where people can't just say kind of whatever they want to say and it not affect them for the rest of their life. I mean, we think about all these people that have been canceled um, that are just like, out here because we think about the people who've been canceled and like for example gina karababa y'all know who i'm talking about she's with the daily wire now she's someone she's the girl that was on star wars and they fired her so daily wire hired her anyway so that happened because she said something about vaccines i think i don't know the full story like i don't really care about her not in like a mean way i just don't care um she's not like a celebrity that i'm following Anyway, we, a lot of people know of the story, right? So, but think about the people who are like right on the outskirts of Hollywood that have had a similar story, but they're not famous. Like, so now they're like, you know, working at McDonald's when their whole dream has been to be in Hollywood and they're trying to, but they just had made one comment once about not hating Donald Trump. Because I mean, it could even be um, something as simple. So Megan Kelly, as do you know who Megan Kelly is? Is that a singer? No. So she uh, was like a, a Fox News correspondent. Starring Megan Kelly. 
well, that was like a movie you can, thing. You yes. <laughs> Megan Kelly. Well, ha <laughs> Ooh, yeah. Hannah Montana is my show right now that I've been binge watching. <laughs> I need to rewatch it. Um, <laughs> but anyway, so she was a lawyer and then she became a Fox News correspondent. She had her own show. Oh, okay. Um, she's, you would probably recognize her face. Anyway, um, she has a podcast now and she is the definite, to me, she's very moderate. She's definitely closer to the right, but she's pretty moderate. Like she actually had beef with Trump. Like I would not consider her like alt-right at all. Well, it's this uh, financial guy that I follow. He, I guess he thought he was uh, being cool. He screamed. So she asked if he would want to come on. She has a podcast now. And she asked if he would want to come on her show. And he screamed. and said, I don't support alt-right people, something like that. If you know Megyn Kelly, Megyn Kelly is the furthest from alt-right that she could probably be on the right. Okay. So, like, it's just my point of sharing this is, like, you, uh, the way it has come you can just be kind of close to the right and people will like nix you. Like you don't even have to be that controversial. So we think about those. So we're thinking about people, we know as incidents with Megyn Kelly, but think about people who are like not as popular that have lost so much because of just saying how they feel. And I just, I hate that we're in this, this, way of society and the only thing i can think of is just to push back on it is if we're all doing it but the thing is like you know who wants to give up you know an eighty thousand dollar salary <laughs> just to say just to be able to say that um abortion is murder no. so it goes back and forth like yeah i just feel again like <sighs> it shouldn't be that way we should be able to have our opinions and apply for that job and it shouldn't like now unless the job pertained to morality and political issues like that is the job environment like that is then okay i could understand like sorry we're a libertarian think tank and you're not libertarian so you can't be with, like right. okay that makes sense but if you're selling medical supplies yeah. Why does it matter how you feel about abortion yeah. or homosexuality? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So what do we do? How do we, like, how do we move forward? Like, what can we, everybody listening, what can we be doing to push back against this? I don't know. I think. All I can think of is standing up, but it's like, you could lose so much in you know, I'm just a regular person. Like, let's say I go, let's say I worked for, I was selling medical supplies and uh, someone, I I'm doing an on the street interview and someone asked me my opinion on abortion. And I said, yes, um, some people might not know that, um, I'll say Margaret Thatcher. Um, Margaret Sanger. Why am I blanking on her name? Margaret Sanger. Um, she actually, wanted to um get rid of the negro population that's not my words that's her words that's literally what she said um get rid of the negro population you just type that in you'll find it and i just think that um as especially as a black woman that i'm going to stand up i want to speak you know i'm saying my whole spiel or whatever mm -hmm. someone asks me it goes viral i'm getting eighty thousand at a medical selling medical supplies they go We've had 60,000 people call the office upset because we found, they found out where you work. We have to fire you. Like who wants, like, that's terrible. That's awful. But that happens. And that happens to regular people who don't have backup plans. You know, a lot of celebrities who experience things like that, they have backup plans. Or even think about the vaccine. Some people didn't even want to take the vaccine and they ended up not taking it. So then they got fired and they didn't have a backup plan. And then some people didn't have a backup plan, so they had to take it yeah. to provide for their families. So it's like, how do we push back against this? Yeah. What do you think? I can only, like, try to imagine, like, how hard that must be. Because as, like, 
in my young adult life, I've only ever worked with organizations that allowed for me to like freely say my thoughts and organizations that agreed with these same, you know, major, um, beliefs. And so that it has never been like something I've had to cross or deal with. I can think of somebody in my life who, um, like, I remember one time this person messaged me like, wow, I really want to like respond to these pro-abortion people on your comment section or whatever. And I was like, go for it, do it. And they were like, no, I can't do that. I don't want them clicking on my profile, finding where I work and like doxing me, like you said. And because I guess they work in the corporate world and I've just, I've never had to imagine that as a problem. Like, oh, if I, if I say this, somehow this is going to affect my job, affect my income, affect my uh, reputation down the road. I've just never had to operate in that way. And that's, that's just sad that this Mm -hmm. is the reality. And to answer your question, I don't know how we could change it other than somebody um, being a, like soft spoken, speaking the truth softly from within and keeping your opinions to yourself until you work all the way up to CEO and then you can change the culture <laughs> from the top and be like, look, in this place, it doesn't matter what you think as long as you get the work done, okay? So feel free to share your thoughts and yeah. opinions. That's how we are as humans. So that's a good point. I mean, that's a good way to do it. Um, you know, I want to end this on a positive because right now we're sounding pretty bleak. Yeah. Um, I want to end it on a positive. Like, I do, <laughs> I do think um, if you can stick in it and then you make your way to the top and you can change it. Because really, the only way we can, that's the only thing I can think of to change it is for us, some of us to keep going, keep pushing. If some of us keep pushing, get to the top, change it from the top down. And then some of us keep fighting because I do think part of it is if, you know, we start talking more and more people are more vocal then more people will feel encouraged to be more vocal and you can't fire your whole staff, you know? Um, so I think that's another way too. So, yeah, well, <laughs> the last thing is our OG science, um, phenomena. It's really interesting. And it is brought to you by Culture of Life 1972. As you can see, I have my 1972 necklace. Um, they have fashionable clothing and accessories. Their fall collection just came out yesterday. It is 100% of their net profit goes to pro-life causes. Become well-dressed and life-obsessed. Head over to cultureoflife1972.com and use the code THOSEOTHERGIRLS1972 to get 10% off. So this article was like shared, I don't know, maybe like two weeks ago, but I really wanted to talk about it. I really want to talk about it with you specifically. Joe Rogan shared about it and I was like, oh, I must discuss this. This is from SciTech Daily. You ready? Scientists grow synthetic embryo with brain and beating heart without eggs or sperm. Scientists from the University of Cambridge have created model embryos from mouse stem cells that form a brain, a beating heart, and the foundations of all other organs of the body. It represents a new avenue for recreating the first stages of life. The team of researchers led by Professor Magdalena, that's all I'm gonna to try to pronounce, developed the embryo model without eggs or sperm. Instead, they used stem cells, the body's master cells, which can develop into almost any cell in the body. By guiding three types of stem cells found in early mammalian development to the point where they started interacting, the researchers mimic natural process in the lab. I will link the entire article because I'm not going to read the entire article. That's kind of just the gist of it. Um, so now people can create embryo. I don't know how long they'll live, but embryo with brain and a beating heart without eggs or sperm. Science is interesting. Melanie, what are your initial thoughts? This is scary. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> this is like 
something out of the Twilight Zone. Like, I don't know. This is something that mm-hmm. people... It gives me, like, chills, like goosebumps. People, I'm sure, have always talked about, like, one day that we'll have flying cars, and one day we can make synthetic embryos without eggs or sperm. So I'm guessing this is a a mouse embryo. Um, yes. Not my brain is having yes. a hard time wrapping around, like, how is this actually an embryo if it didn't start the way how life is supposed to start? Um, and see, that to, I was thinking that, like, let's say they did this with humans. Would that be a human? Like, would they have human rights still? Would they have a soul? Like, not to be funny or silly. Would they go to heaven or hell when they die? Like, it's stuff I just, I don't think we should be playing with. I also don't really, I guess I also don't understand what is the purpose of this. Is this going to help cancer research? Yes. Like, is this going to, like, like, what, is this just like, ooh, I did a thing. Like, what is the purpose of, this? is it going to help climate change? Is it going to help, you know, your grandpa with Alzheimer's is does this help people with MS? Our greatest minds, I guess I people to... <laughs> making synthetic <laughs> embryos. I just don't understand the purpose of it as well. And I just keep thinking like two things that cross my mind. Are they a human? Do they have human rights? And are they going to go to heaven or hell? Okay. Do they have a soul? So what I believe is like, for example, if a human was created in a petri dish through IVF in vitro fertilization, or if a human was created um, through sexual assault, that um, we're all equally human, no matter the way how we are created, um, deserving of human rights and um, yeah, I do think whether it's IVF, sexual assault, or a loving marriage, that those are all um, equally human uh, mm-hmm. and deserving of rights with a soul, not responsible for the sins of their parents. And so if there happened, this is like my brain is having a hard time wrapping around this like scenario. But if somehow, there's no egg or sperm though, but there's no egg and sperm. I just I don't I wonder could this embryo develop into a full mouse then? Like I guess we gotta stay. Maybe I'll put the alerts on. We gotta <laughs> let me know up with the story <laughs> to find out what happens with the embryo mouse. And then if they try yeah. to do this with a to create a synthetic human embryo, would that embryo develop into a full human? And then would that human have like health problems? I'm sure there may be a lot of uh, health problems. Um, yeah. Would they have their own reproductive organs, um, like a uterus, and ovaries, I- or testicles? Would yeah. they have their own reproductive and, organs? Um, and I'm guessing, te- like, you know, I could be completely misunderstanding this because, like, I'm not a science girly at no. all. But, okay, so taking stem cells, you t- have to take a stem cell from a person. So technically, wouldn't that, isn't that a clone then? Because if you take, or are you taking multiple skin cells from multiple people to create this? If it's just one set of stem cells mm, from one person... Same. Then it's like almost like a almost an appendage of that person. I'm guessing. I don't know. Once again, I'm not a science girly. We're just discussing this. I don't know. Like, yeah, it just says that this synthetic embryo was created from mouse stem cells, but it doesn't say if it was one mouse or multiple mice. Yeah. So, yeah, that's because if it's one, then technically it's in a. If it's just one, technically it's like a clone then, because you're going to be. You talking about health problems? I was like, yeah, the health problems will probably be of the stem, the person that the stem cells came from. Mm-hmm. I just feel like, like messing with this kind of stuff leads would lead to some type of health problems. Like I know um, abortion mm-hmm. survivors, um, people who their 
mother attempted to have an abortion and for whatever reason they survived that abortion attempt have health problems because there was an abortion attempted on them in the womb or like persons who were conceived while their mother was on hormonal contraception later on have different um, maybe health problems or more prone to cancer because of that and so that's where my mind is if a human uh was synthetically created in this way would there um, i just feel like there would automatically be health problems that would come from that later yeah. on in life um but i yeah the question of does this human have a soul hmm well i would if this was somehow truly like fully completely a human then I would say, yes, there has to be a soul then from that moment of conception. I guess it's what's weird about this, separate from IVF, I guess it, it there isn't even like a zygote stage. It just jumps straight mm -hmm. to the embry embryonic stage. So there isn't that sperm plus egg equals new human soul has entered yay it's just that's what, it's just straight like embryo <laughs> yeah it's just like science guy two two there we go yeah yeah so so that's where i just wonder but i guess there would have to be a soul if there if if a synthetic embryo truly was a human there would have to be a soul and then i would want to think that that grown human would then have the free will to choose to accept Christ and and then it would be up to them on whether or not they want to go to heaven or hell. Yeah, this is a scary like mind scenario to have to think through like, whoa, this is the future of just where yeah. we're going. I remember Maybe about a year ago, um, I was on a campus in the Dallas area, and I had a long conversation with um, someone who I guess was a supporter of abortion back when I was I, I um, did some tabling, and this. Oh wait, wait, wait! I'm getting two stories confused not la not a year ago several years ago um when i was in australia actually and i had a long conversation with a pro-abortion person and i explained to them what abortion is and you know when you just talk out loud about how violent an abortion is a lot of times people are like what like jaw to the floor i didn't know it was that mm -hmm. disgusting and i told this person and so that was able to like change their mind, just me describing an abortion procedure to them. And they still were on the side of like, well, this is what they, they said. And I've always re remembered this. I don't think I've shared it before until this moment that if there was Ooh, some, if there was some way that there could be like artificial wombs or like incubators, to host that human to like take the human from the womb of the mom who would rather have an abortion and put the baby in that artificial womb incubator thing then they would be like pro-life and like okay with not having abortion but because there isn't that type of way where we can remove the human and uh, the mother is no longer responsible for that life then they were like still leaning towards um, favoring abortion. So I share that because the thought of, because that sounded kind of crazy, like, okay, artificial wombs, like incubators for the preborn human to continue growing outside of a mother, outside of, you know, a woman, like, okay, that's an interesting thought. Ha, huh, that'll never happen, you know, but now here we are, uh, uh, synthetic embryos, What's next? Synthetic wombs for the synthetic embryos to grow in. Like, ah! Wow, yeah. And I just, to wrap it up, like, I really, I don't think we should be messing with this stuff. I really don't think that that's 
ethically, morally, spiritually, this is not something that we need it. Like, there's so many other things we can and be what, working yes. on as, like, society mm-hmm. than this. Why is this like, where let's figure is out... going? Yeah. Are my tax dollars Like, like I'm this? sorry. Like, uh, cancer? Uh, MS? Um, what's the <laughs> other one? Uh, dementia? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's horrible. Like, I'm sorry. But synthetic mice embryos? Right. Like, what are we going to do with this? I mean, I could be wrong. Maybe this is a way to fight cancer but i just i i don't see it i don't see the perp i don't see where does this end so then i don't know i don't know i just wanted to share that with you guys that's what's crazy yeah, going that on is crazy. it'll all be on the blog post that has all of the links so you guys can see um all the articles that we talked about and i'll maybe i can link the instagram post about the video so you can see it if you haven't seen it um yeah, I guess that's the show. Um, Mel, anything you want to add? Well, if you guys noticed anything silly, funny today at the beginning of the show, please comment if you notice something and <laughs> we'll know who the real ones are, who the OGs are. <laughs> yes. And if you enjoyed this episode at all, make sure you like, rate, review, subscribe. Subscribe um, on the YouTube. I'm seeing that over 50% of the people who watch the YouTube are not subscribed. So subscribe to the YouTube channel. Make sure you leave a review on Apple Podcasts. It really helps bump us up. Um, subscribe, like, comment, all that stuff. Are you following us on Instagram? Interact. If you have questions or want to talk to me or Mel, we are both an open book. You can Instagram, talk to either one of us. Um, yeah. Thank you guys all for listening. Share this with your friends. This was an interesting episode to share with your friends. And it's a great episode to have a discussion with. And let us know. Tell us on the comments or on the Spotify whether you think girls the girls at the beginning were just being cool girls like who cares I don't care but they're like crying at home or they genuinely think oh it's fine like this is how life is let us know until next time have a good night evening whenever you're watching this bye Thank you for listening to Those Other Girls with Mallory and Bailey. Make sure you like, comment, and subscribe on all of your favorite podcast platforms. Head over to our website, thoseothergirls.com, to read our blogs and receive exclusive content. And connect with us on Instagram, at Those Other Girls Podcast, and on Twitter, at TOG underscore podcast. Those Other Girls, changing culture and bringing back traditional values.